Welcome to Crosswords, the podcast about practical Christianity. What does it look like to walk in Jesus' footsteps? How do I live in a culture hostile to godliness? These are questions that we will answer as we get our minds and heart on Jesus. up where we left off, we were looking at the summary of Jesus' foundation for success in ministry. And this is found in Matthew 9, 35 through 38, where it says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So to achieve Jesus-style success in our ministry, not to mention in the life to come, we, like the 12 disciples, need to model our lives on Jesus and share his vision. And this requires a change of mind, a renewal of mind, as Romans 12.2 says, followed by changed behaviors to mold ourselves after Christ, which is the goal described in Romans 8.29. So I will share with you a 4 point vision to achieve Jesus style success all derived from Matthew 9:35 through 38 first point the need is urgent as it says in verse 36 of Matthew chapter 9 Jesus saw that they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd and today we see millions of people who don't know Jesus they are spiritually lost we see millions who are starving homeless suffering from preventable diseases without even the most basic education. And this is physically speaking. How much more so spiritually speaking? Jesus says in verse 37 that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. John 4, 35 expresses this urgency by having Jesus say, don't you have a saying? It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for the harvest. As Jesus says there, we don't have to wait. The fields are ripe now. And what happens when, when you don't pick up fruit that is ripe? Well, it falls from the tree. It spoils. So we don't delay. Number two, our motive needs to be love. In verse 36, it says Jesus had compassion for this multitude, for this crowd that was harassed. And this word compassion, uh, it's a strong word for love in the Greek language. It's derived from the Greek word guts. It could be translated, he was gutted. Jesus was gutted as he saw these people being harassed and helpless. That means his heart broke. He was unconcerned about worldly categories of importance of success because we see him helping two very different classes of people in the verses before. We saw him help an important ruler, a synagogue ruler, and then almost immediately a woman whose menstrual bleeding will have made her unclean and left her on the fringes of society. So Jesus had compassion on these people. He didn't single them out. Uh, he was not biased. And so we must show 
this same kind of compassion for the people around us, the people in our ministries, meaning the people in our jobs, in our schools, in our neighborhoods. Point number three, the trigger is prayer. Jesus said to his disciples, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Verse 38 of Matthew chapter 9. We need to pray for people to be raised up. Pray for people who will follow Jesus and who will reap the harvest. And guess what? As you're praying for these people, include yourself. Be the answer to your prayer because God has given you a circle of influence. He has given you a place to minister, to sow these seeds of the gospel. We're all missionaries sent out into the field. And if you follow Jesus and you consider himself, yourself a disciple of his, then you need to consider how you can become an answer to this prayer to ask the Lord of harvest because he has made you a worker. You need to go out and make sure that you are showing Jesus in your life and how you speak, what you do, how you behave, how you use your body. Because in all these ways, we become the salt and the light that Jesus needs us to be to make an impact in our community. The last point in Jesus-style success vision plan is the potential is vast. In verse 37 of Matthew chapter 9, Jesus says the harvest is plentiful. Now, we already saw the verses, Matthew 5 through 9, uh, chapters 5 through 9, how Jesus modeled what success looks like, proclaiming the kingdom, demonstrating it's in breaking into history. And he calls us now to follow his model, to share in his vision, multiplying the reach of its vision. And we see that again in the summary in Matthew chapter 9, verse 35 through 38, where it says, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, healing every disease and sickness. And as he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And he says to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. He calls us to ask the Lord of harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. So we need to ask ourselves if we're partaking in this vision to achieve Jesus-style success as, he, as we walk in his footsteps. We have to ask ourselves, how am I doing my part? Because it's not going to work unless we're all doing what we've been called to do. This is part of the Great Commission at the end of Matthew. It won't work unless we're all doing it together. We are the church of Jesus. We are his hands. We are his feet. He is our head. Are we asking the Lord of Harvest to send out the workers? Are we those workers? Do, do I see myself as that worker that's going out and spreading the seed? Maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you don't know how to spread the good news. Well, there are plenty of classes on evangelism. As a matter of fact, if you go to licoc.org on our website, we have many resources teaching us how to spread the word, 
how to break the ice when we're having conversations with our neighbors, with our coworkers, with people in our school. There are plenty of videos that teach you many different techniques on sharing the gospel of Jesus and getting to that point where you've piqued somebody's interest, where the Holy Spirit has convicted them and they want to really study the Bible. We also have a great curriculum on our website that shows you how to make disciples, how to take somebody who doesn't know the gospel all the way through baptizing them and then teaching them to obey what Jesus has commanded, just like he says in the Great Commission. So if you don't know what to do, you can turn to these great resources. There are many others also available on the web, but make sure that you are teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Make sure that you're leading people to believe in him and to get into him. How do we get into him? Well, Jesus tells us in the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. He says, baptize them and teach them to obey. In other words, that first step is baptism. Just like we saw in the season one of my podcast, the very first episode, we have to follow Jesus and be baptized. That's the first step of getting into him and receiving forgiveness of sins and the Holy Spirit. And you have to see yourself as a missionary in your area, wherever it is that God has sent you. If you work for a particular company, whatever salary uh, they're giving to you, whatever wages you are earning, look at those wages as coming from God, giving them to you to spread the good news at this place where you're at. You've been sent to your neighborhoods to preach to your neighbors, to schools, to the colleges where you're at. When I went to college, I didn't see myself being there at the college just to get a degree. That was a side benefit. I saw myself as being sent there to teach the gospel of Jesus, to preach the good news of Jesus Christ so that people could have the hope of eternal life. Are you letting your light so shine? Are you being the salt of the earth? Light needs to be put on a pole so that everyone can see them. You don't hide a light under a bushel, but you put it in the highest part so that it can be seen. Similarly, salt of the earth. In order for us to salt the people, in order for us to bring them the flavor of Christ, we have to come out of the salt shaker. Salt doesn't work if it's in the shaker. You need to shake it out of the shaker, and when it touches the food, that's when it makes it flavorful. Similarly, we have to come out of our churches, come out of our homes, have contact in our community in order to have this kind of impact that Jesus teaches us to have. In John chapter 4, verse 36 to 38, Jesus says, Even now the one who reaps draw away, draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. This passage teaches us that we're drawing an amazing wage here, a crop for eternal life, and we're reaping a harvest we didn't even work for. We are reaping the benefits. Paul uh, echoed a similar statement in 1 Corinthians 3, 6 through 9, when he says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose, 
and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. It's such a privilege that God considers us his co-workers in sharing this vision and, of course, sharing the labor. And he has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, the Spirit that convicts the world of sin. So all we need to do is open our mouths and teach them about Jesus, show them Jesus in our lives. And the Spirit is working with us to convict their hearts so that they can also turn to the Lord and be saved.